Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. everybody you are listening to the voice come on now dig me one and only steve harvey man got a radio show what god doing y'all huh what he doing what he doing in your life he doing something he moving he working don't lose your patience though see i did that before don't lose your patience don't 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 get so sick of waiting that you take matters into your own hands don't do that Boy, you're blowing it. Listen to me. You're listening to somebody who's done it that way. I had a dream. I had a vision. I had some hope. I had some faith. I had some aspirations. But I got a little impatient waiting on it. So I tried a couple other things, move it along. Boy, I can't tell you how I messed it up. Then I messed it up then because God gave me the power of decision. What I had to do was then, after I took matters into my own hand, messed it up. Now, guess what? He still got something for me, but now I got to fix all the mistakes now. I got to straighten them out. I got I to gotta suffer some consequences. I got to pay for my transgressions. All of that. All of that. It's got to go down. It, 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 you can't do something wrong and not pay for it. It just it's you call it karma, call it whatever you want to call it. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Every action. If it just stays sunny all the time, you might think it's cool, but there's going to be a reaction to it. Ain't no dark, ain't no shade, ain't no break, ain't no rain. Going to be hard if it's just sunny all the time. Vice versa. So you need You need the opposite. You need the darkness so you can get your break from that sun. You need the rain so you can nourish the roots so so that sun 
it can soak up the sun and get the benefit of the sun. If you don't get the opposite, you you got a problem, man. And it happens throughout nature. It happens throughout your life. Don't think that you can do wrong and not have to pay for that. What you think this is, man? We we we, we think, man, because we done made a decision that we think is best for us. And no matter how it affects nobody else, we got the right to make that call. No, you don't. Whoever is telling you that, whoever's misguiding you into the gang life, telling you, yeah, man, you need to be this way to be down with us. I tell you what, get yourself stuck on Chuck with that gang. See how many of them be there for you. Oh, they'll go around the corner with you and start shooting. But, okay, when it's time to do some time and and, and they can lessen their sentence, you're going to get that time. They're going to point their finger dead at you. I watch 48 Hours all the time, man. I watch Lock Up Raw all the time. All the time, man. All the time. Ain't no real cold dudes out there just holding to the mantra and sticking to it. Even the mob turned stateside evidence, go fed, all that. Now, we in the hood, we done created this ignorant mess called no snitching. With that ignorant mess, you don't even understand. No snitching was created by criminals as a code of honor. If you do dirt and you get busted doing the dirt, don't bring my name up if I was with you. That's a code of honor amongst the thieves. Now, so many... Code of honor thieves that then came out of prison they ain't got no honor. They done bought that stuff back to the street. Now it's all in the neighborhood. No snitching. No snitching. You got to be crazy. That's for people who disobey the law. That's who people have made a code of honor amongst themselves as thieves. Hey, man, if you get busted, don't drag me down with you. Just do your time. Oh, man, you can't bring that stuff out here to me. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Dog, I'm trying to live right over here, man. I don't want no crack house up the street from my mama's house. I'm trying to do right out here, man. You can't do wrong and expect wrong not to come to you. You got to make a decision every day to do right. God ain't got no protection from you on dirt. You got what you got coming. You made a decision. You go down there to get some, you you might got get got. See, we got to, come on, I'm, I'm talking to so many men out here right now. I should have said that in the beginning, but my conversation kind of got away from me. I was going to talk to you about something else this morning. But this just on me, man, because our communities, man, it's just going to the pot, man, because ain't nobody caring about nobody else. Don't nobody care when they see that young dude over there doing wrong. Look at them fools over there. Man, go over there and talk to one of them. Pull them to the side, man. You might not be able to approach the group, but you can approach an individual. Come here, young man. Let me talk to you. I saw you the other day. Man, you look like you got something going on in your life. What's happening with you? Let me talk to you, man. Let me share something I learned. I was doing what you was doing. You know, it's like Tommy did a prank phone call one time as a limo driver. And uh, the dude, the prank was, he called this limo company to ask this limo driver to take him to this location late at night. And the limo driver got a young business. He going, yeah, okay, I got you. I don't normally work like that, but how long you need it? He said for just about an hour. He said, well, I'm going to have to charge you for the full three, though, because a three-hour minimum. Tommy told him, no, I just need it for one hour. He said, okay, I'll give you a break, young man. You're trying to do something. Where you want to go? He gave him the address. The man stopped writing. He said, that's a bank. He said, yeah. He said, you want to go to the bank at 1230 at night? He said, yeah, and I'm going to be in for a few minutes, and when I come out that bank, I need for you to flow it. That the dude with the limo, he stopped writing. He said, hold, hold on, hold, hold on, man. You want me to take you to a bank, 1230 at night. You're going to be in there for a few minutes, and you're going to come out, and you want me to floor it. He said, sir, 
I don't do stuff like that. He said, you got the wrong company. He said, what made you call here? He said, hey, man, don't worry about that. You a limo company. You just drive. He stopped and took the time out. He said, young man, let me tell you something. He said, I've been down before. I've been locked up before. It ain't pretty. He said, that's what's wrong with you young people today. Instead of going to get a job trying to work your way, you always looking for some fast money. He said, I'm going to tell you what I already know. Don't go down there messing with them people's money like that because they love that money way more than they love you. And they're going to do something to you down there. Now, you stop this foolishness, and I'm not carrying you nowhere. But I'm going to take a little bit of time out to tell you something. Don't go down here with messing with these people's money because it ain't going to go good. They're going to take care of their business when it comes to that money. Tommy kept insisting to this man to pick him up in the limo. It was a prank phone call. But the point I'm making is the man took out time. He could just hung the phone up. But you know what he said? He said, hold up, young man. Let me hip you to something. Because the brother had been locked up before. He said, no, no, no. See, I done that when I was young. Now I'm going to stop and I'm going to take some moment out to tell you. I'm up here working, man, trying to earn an honest living. I ain't going back down there. Because I didn't, I didn't, they make you eat what they want you to eat. You don't want the food. You got to get up when they say get up. You got to stay where they say stay. Live with who they say live. He said, man, you don't want that. And he just tried to talk the young man out of it. You can change a young man's mind with a conversation. A conversation can change a young man's mind. Most of these young men that are misguided ain't having conversations with real men. They just not having them. And it's up to us who know what manhood is, is to start delivering the message. The problem that we have in our communities, we can solve ourselves. It done escalated to a point because we who are men won't stop on our corporate climb and our day-to-day making money and trying to ball out. We won't stop and grab some of these young soldiers and tell them the truth about manhood. That's the real deal, okay? So I went there. I don't know where that came from. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, you are listening to the baddest morning show in the land. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, today's show is dedicated to people who don't have pleasant voices. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All of you who, when you talk, (laughs) it sounds like a shovel getting drugged down the driveway. Those of you who speak and sound like chalk going across the blackboard. Those of you who speak and sound like a plate in the sink with a little grit under it. Those of you, when you talk, it sound like a toilet flushing. This show is dedicated to people with unpleasant voices. Oh, now they can be pleasant people. They can be very bright people. Yeah. I've often found that most of them are extremely intelligent and sweet people, but the voice decries <laughs> and defies all that is presented by them. I've seen cute girls with incredibly irritating voices. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is dedicated to Mississippi Mike. I knew it. <laughs> you wrong for that. This show is dedicated to Tanya, my stage crew. Tanya. Oh, Tanya, squeaky voice. Her and Monica be together talking. It's like a rap group called Squeaky and Scratchy. <laughs> Let, What's up, hear. Shirley? Hey, Steve, how you doing? I need a demonstration later, please. Okay, I will. Ain't no problem. Uh, <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, Shirley. Tommy <laughs> Jr. This boy's a mess. Hey, Top girl. of the morning. 
morning, everybody. What's wrong, Junior? What's wrong, Junior? Nothing. Oh, you didn't sound like your normal cheerful self today. I'm trying not to be one of the voices. Oh, okay. You, oh, you That's try, what it you was. Try to turn uh-huh. your voice well, <laughs> Junior, it's too late. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think there. you made yeah, it. I, I didn't even, Junior, I wasn't even thinking about you. Well, I know, will throw you in. I know, I, I know when it was coming. <laughs> well, let's hear Squeaky and Scratchy, Steve. Hey, Mr. A. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Harvey. How are you today? Welcome to Family Feud. He don't need to be welcome to Family Feud, child. He, we need it. We ain't bring no catfish with him. <laughs> now, who is that? That's Monica. That's Monica. That's Monica. Monica. Oh. This her happy boy. Good morning, Mr. A. <laughs> <laughs> I like this so good. Oh, no. everybody today? Hey, Carla Jr. <laughs> hey, Monica. <laughs> Tommy, Shirley. She's just as I'm cute so as she happy wants to today. be. She sounds like she's at gunpoint. Though. Yeah, gunpoint and fitting the cry. Yeah. Yeah. All rolled into one. Monica Steve. Huh? Her nerves are bad. What? I mean, everything's on her nerves. Everything like, on her nerves. She doesn't like noise. How's she working at a radio show? <laughs> I don't she's know. <laughs> So that's who the show is dedicated today right. to, to those of you. And we'll be back with something funny at 32 after the hour. This is going to be good. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something funny, Steve. Uh, you, we want you to try and help people get their next job simply by crying, okay? I'm going to tell you what this is all about. It says breaking out... Some tears may help you land your next job. During a job interview, you definitely want them to remember you, and it turns out a few tears just might do the trick. While you may think that crying during the interview process would blow your chances at getting a job, there are some people who say it actually works wonders. So, (laughs) Okay, well, let's go there. Okay, we're in a job interview. You and Carla are interviewing me. Or Tommy. Oh, I know Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, let Tommy, Tommy. interview Tommy. you. Yeah, okay. And so uh, let's go and let's start the interview. <laughs> let's start the interview. Here we go. Well, good morning, Mr. Harvey. How are you today? Hi, morning, how, are you? how are you, Miss uh, Strawberry? Mr. Miles, uh, thank Mr. you for having me. Such an opportunity. All right, so Mr. Harvey, let's get started. I wanted to ask you, what, what exactly, um, what makes you qualified for this job? Well, having had several jobs before that gave me the experience of exact uh, thing that you folks are looking for that's pretty much made me qualified. And, you know, everybody that I've ever worked with have always said I was really just overqualified. Here. um, Let me ask you something, uh, Mr. Harvey. Uh, Why did you leave your last job? Oh, God. (laughs) 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 It's just what happened? so difficult that you bought this up. Yeah, I, well. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you need a moment, I was, um, I was uh, there for 16 years. Now. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, you know, Great. they just came in and they just, oh my God. They just closed it. I mean, it's... <laughs> They they just shut the shut the doors. Well, let me. I was in the parking lot when it happened. <laughs> I was standing there. And it happened. Shane, I was got Shane. Put the chain on the door. Are you crying, Mr. Harvey? 
No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, it was just so traumatic. I just chained the door. Good my... job interview. Composer. Mr. Harvey, let me jump in here. Uh, okay. I just baked yeah. cookies day before. Right? They were all in there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go, go ahead, Go ahead, sir. Tommy. I wanted to ask you, Mr. Harvey, um, you, you know, a job like this, you're going to be working with a lot of people. You're going to be doing a lot of interacting. Uh, you know, how do you, do you have the skill set to actually interact with other people? Yeah. Excuse yeah. me? Yeah. Huh? I've interacted with Quit slamming the damn door. I'm sorry. This doesn't take much. We see. Uh, yeah. I interact with people from time to time. You know, just talking about it sort of gets me. You know, other than I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with other people. Well, um, Mr. Harvey, this is a uh, sales position we're um, looking to hire you for, and we just want to make sure that you're the right person. As uh, Thomas mentioned earlier, you have the right qualifications for this position. You have to interact with people. You have Mm -hmm. to sell our product. And, you know, people buy you first before they even buy the product. So I I just want to make sure that, that, um, you know, this little crying thing I hear, um, it's it's not really. Um... Listen, wait, wait, wait. Oh, geez. Man, I don't just, I don't, oh, I don't geez. cry. I want... Wait, I got a question for oh, you, Mr. Harvey. What are wait, your but I don't just cry, you know, all the time. Sounds like you do. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm out of work. Right yeah. I'm crying because I'm out of work. Yeah, there's no crying at work. Oh. No, I don't want, I'm not here yet. <laughs> If you hire me, I can stop. <laughs> you would cry too if you weren't one, one, working. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Miss Carly. Yeah, what, what are your strengths? Let's talk about something positive. Strengths. One of my strengths is I can. <laughs> no, I can, I can absolutely pull it together. <laughs> Really? That's one of my strong suits. I, I promise you, I can't. You just hired me. You just give me the job, you'll see. It's just like instant. If someone would just say, you're hired, I can, I can begin to show you. What if the city gave me the 18th interview? This is the third level. This, this is supposed to be it. I was told by your supervisor. That it wouldn't, we wouldn't even be in here this long. Now here I am, and we still talking. I ain't got no job. <laughs> well, this is that's why it's called a process, Mr. Harvey. A process. <laughs> yes. Oh, father. The interview oh, Lord, process. Lord, must I suffer? <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Bobby, you got any more questions? Oh, I can't um, Hire well, him so he'll stop, please. Well, let's let's evaluate, Miss Shirley Strawberry and okay. Carla. Do you think we have the right person for the job? Well, how about we let this person sell themselves in thirty seconds to us? Okay, okay yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, Mr. Harvey, could you sell yourself for thirty seconds to us, please? Okay, hold up. Here we go. You need a moment. You want to go out? Yeah, just let me know when the thirty seconds. Okay. Okay, and you can start now. And now. 
You know, I believe that I'm uh, extremely qualified for this position due to the fact that I'm uh, probably the most experienced candidate that you'll meet from time to time. I've also uh, discovered that I have several traits that uh, this company's lacking and I can be a most fulfilling factor in developing the absolute direction of the, your firm and your company. I will Ten be nothing left, but an asset and that is why I think I should have the job. Okay. Well, All right. He said a mouthful right there. No tears. Okay. Right. Uh, if you're asking me, I would say he's hired. Oh, God, look at you. Nephew Tommy. Run that prank is coming up next. Run that prank. What are you doing? We'll be back. What are you doing? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news and headlines. But uh, right now, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got now? <laughs> My daddy's boat. Let that float. Let that float for a minute. Let it float. Junior, you got it? My daddy boat. Got it. Shirley, my daddy boat. Been at it. Jandy Brown, let my you boat float. My daddy boat. All right, boat. all right. Everybody boat. ready? All right, then buckle up. Here we go. This is my daddy boat. Let's go, my cat dog. This is my daddy boat. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a Mr. Wilson, please. This is he. Mr. Wilson, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Who's this? My name is uh, Williams. Oh, how may I help you? Well, listen. We've uh, been getting a few complaints, sir, about some things uh, on your property oh, there. All right. Well, who are you with? Uh, actually, I'm with the Homeowners Association. Wanted to reach out and give you a call today. Oh, well, how you doing? Pretty good. Listen, um, got a few things I kind of want to discuss with you here that seem to be, uh, a problem that's taking place in the neighborhood there. Um, it's been brought to our attention down here at headquarters that you have, um, a few things on your property that are, are not functioning that really shouldn't be on the property uh, you have two cars supposedly in your driveway that that are not being used, been sitting there for quite some time. Yeah, one well, one of them I'm currently working on. I'm almost I should have it repaired. I'm just waiting on get wait, waiting to get a little extra money to get it taken care of. But the other car is just functioning. I just don't drive, but I have more than one car. Okay, now you you also have a a a camper that seems to be uh, has been there for at least eight months now. That's that's sitting there. Is that correct as well? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm working on um getting some storage for that, but it ain't really been there eight months. Just maybe around about six, seven. You're not eight months, not eight months. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at our past records and and stuff. It seems like there was a, a complaint before about the you know keeping the yard uh, pretty cut and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm just looking at past complaints that I have here. Now, the biggest one that I have that that's concerning your property, sir, is. Uh, mm-hmm. Supposedly in your backyard. Now, uh, there's a you. You have an old boat that's in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I don't see that boat bothering nobody. Well, well, I mean it's 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 kind of a sore eye for the people. I I think I think you guys' backyards actually bump up against each other, and you guys have a, a chain link fence between the two of you all. And I, I think the boat is must be just a sore eye for the family that's behind you all. Well, you know, um, I don't see myself getting rid of that boat. I, I, I got a cover on it. Everybody else got a boat. I don't see what the problem is. Well, okay. 
Here's here's what's actually happening, Mr. Wilson. What's going to take place is this. Now, we're, we're going to give you a 14-day uh, extension. 14 days. Uh, 14 days, actually, to, to move the car that is not functioning, the camper as well, and definitely the boat. We need, we're going to need those three items. Look here, sir, sir, sir. I, I ain't got nowhere to move the boat. I just told you I was working on somewhere for storage. Do you know how much storage costs? Now the boat, now the camper, I'll I, I get that taken care of. But the boat, the boat, the boat my daddy gave me. And my daddy gave me that. that that's the only thing my daddy gave me before he died. Now, now, I'm not moving that boat nowhere. The boat worked just fine. If I take it down there to the water, it'll work. Sir, and I, I understand it wholeheartedly. You know, I'm basically, I'm, I'm just a messenger. I have, I'm going to have to get the non-functioning car that's not working properly. I'm going to have to get that out within a two-week notice, as well as the camper, oh, oh, and definitely the boat. Now, i got well, to get that out. It's got to be gone. I'll tell you what, I ain't moving thing. I'll tell you, now, now, now what you going to do? What Sir, you're going to either move the boat, or I'm going to have somebody come over and haul all of these things away. Well, I'll tell you what, i got 30. Reasons why you won't come over and touch that boat, and I got two more. What two times? Two times thirteen, twenty-six. I got thirteen, and then I got another twenty-six added on to that. Why you won't bring them over here to touch my daddy's boat? Cause my daddy gave me that boat. I'll be damned if any of you. You know I'm tired of you with me. It's that cross street, ain't it? Who won't report him? Cause the sir, I'm not at liberty to give you the uh, the well, name who's reporting. Call my phone, so you're at liberty to give me something. Cause I know that down the street had this boat in your eight months, and ain't nobody said a thing to him. So why the hell y'all me about how to boat in the backyard that my daddy gave me? Sir, the language is not necessary. I'm Sir, the bottom line is I want the camper out. I want the boat out, and I want the car that's not functioning moved within two what, weeks, or I'm towing it out. I tell you what, I give you a personal invitation to come over here with the boat, the camper, and the car, and I. I will beat your like that's what I'm beat your Sir, uh, uh, wow. I'm going to allow one car to stay. I just want to make sure that you know that I've given you the statement over the phone, letting you know that what, what has taken place here. Uh, and the statement is well taken, but I ain't moving my daddy's boat. You're going to move your dad's stinking boat if... Sir, trust me. Trust me. If we come there, we're definitely going to be bringing authorities with us. Well, I, my man will go to jail because I love my daddy. Ain't now one of you going to touch my daddy's boat. That's the only thing he left me. I got one more thing I need to say to you, sir, about this entire situation. Excuse me? What you got to say? All I have to say is this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother. <laughs> Man, what your brother told me, he said, man, he be going Eddie with the homeowner association. He said, man, just call him and tell him he got to move all this stuff. He said, but most of all, tell him y'all going to haul off that boat. He said, he'll kill you behind that doggone boat. Yeah, man, that's my daddy's boat, man. I love that boat, man. They, they know that. They know that. You know what button to push. I got one more question for you, though, baby. Tell me this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. Get a prank or something. <laughs>
You're not getting that boat. I mean, no, I no. But, it, but, but, you know, but it don't matter, though, Jay. No, it, it don't, don't matter. matter at all. Because no. that was daddy's boat. That, that's all that mattered. It was my daddy's boat. That's the only thing my daddy left me was this raggedy-ass boat. That raggedy-ass boat. <laughs> All right, y'all, it's going down. The nephew is coming to town September 24th and 25th. I will be at West Palm Beach Improv. Tickets are on sale right now, 24th, 25th. Two shows each night. Get them while they're getting this good. I promise you, you will hear those famous words in show business. You will hear sold out. All right, that's right. 24th, 25th, September. Land in the cut, October 16th, Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a line up for you, baby. I already told you. My girl, oh, Dominique. Is Dominique a beast? Junior yes. and Jake. Is Dominique yes. a beast? beast? Yes. Okay. Beast. All right. Yes. Is Rodney Perry a beast? I'm just yes. saying. Is he a beast? Yes. Okay. Tommy yes. Davidson. Oh. I, uh. I, I, what's bigger than a beast? The show is full of beasts. <laughs> Guy Tory is a beast for show, baby, and it's hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. That right there is October the 16th. You don't want to miss it. That's in Detroit, Michigan. Tickets are on sale right now. Laying in the cut in November, Jacksonville, Florida, and Dayton, Ohio. The Nephew is coming to town. There it is. You want more information? Go to my website, thomasmiles.com. All right. Uh, coming up next, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, now, Jay, this is a comedy segment uh, you wrote. What, what is it's this one about? It's called Things Men Say uh-huh. When They Don't Want to Talk About It. For example. Ah, for, for example, phrases they say. Mm-hmm. Just little words, little phrases, like the phrase, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, this is just a more creative yeah. way yeah. of lying. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. What you're talking about? Just lying. Just a list of lies. I don't lies. know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, that's what you got. Yeah, what you... I, know, I, I know I'm finna get in trouble. Yeah, you got one. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, Tom. <laughs> what you got, Tom? do or not. Your daddy ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Your daddy don't live here. <laughs> Get that, bro. Junior, <laughs> I tell you, this this one of my favorites. Oh, so we back there again? <laughs> oh, we back there again? I thought we covered this. Yeah. These are lines. What now, Jay? Lines that men use when they don't want to talk about it mm-hmm. at all. Oh, Everyone. okay. I got one. <laughs> you got one, Steve. Did you see me? <laughs> That's your favorite. Did That's you your see go-to. me? You did you see me? Did, did you see me? <laughs> okay, I, I got one right here. Here we go. Here we go. Please, please, not today. Mm. Really? <laughs> not today. All right? Not today. <laughs> Whatever. Today, all day. <laughs> yeah, today. Tell me. Can Me. I just watch the game? Can I do that? <laughs> How about I unplug Jesus. that bad boy? <laughs> rip that TV off. Yeah. <laughs> Come Junior. on, Junior. It don't it don't make no sense, but I tell you one thing. This is what I always like to say because I because of my condition. Uh huh. Because I my hip hurt. <laughs> <laughs> These are things men say when they don't want to talk about it. What you got, Steve? Hey. <laughs> I just can't do nothing right. <laughs> Not this. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh-huh. Man. Uh, I got what things men say when they don't want to talk about. 
That was 10 years ago. Damn. Oh, my God. Oh, I've heard that before. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what? <laughs> That's my response. Things men say you don't want to talk about. What you got? <laughs> Look, I got to be on the radio in the morning <laughs> with a clear mind. I cannot do this, okay? Well, I've used that one before myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a unisex. Yeah, yeah, forget Things men say when they don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I just walked in the door. <laughs> now, ooh, my husband tell me that. Can yeah. I just get in the house first? Kylie, <laughs> <laughs> right now? Things men say when they don't want to talk about it. What you got, Steve? I know you got one, man. Damn, what now? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Damn, what now is followed by what? 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 What are you looking at me like that for? What? Oh, God. Okay, Thanks, I don't mean no. I don't mean no harm. Is, is, is it just that time of the month? Oh, oh, that's yeah. a low blow. That's a right low in there, right? Oh, oh, oh. You're going to get told. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Steve. Don't do this today. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard you say that before. Yeah. Okay. No, baby, come on, come on now. Don't do this to Oh, don't put the baby in it and think we're gonna back uh, down. No, All right, Steve. Let's get to the news. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. This is Antrip with the news. It's very interesting and not that good. 13 U.S. service members killed in Afghanistan yesterday. 13 marking the first time any Americans had lost their life over there in over a year. And 15 other U.S. military personnel were injured. Dozens of Afghan civilians also killed in what turned out to be two suicide bombings just outside Kabul airport. For days, the Biden administration had been telling anybody in that area who would listen to stay away from the airport. But I guess folks just really wanted to get out of the country and they didn't listen. In a news conference later in the day, President Biden's tone was somber, but also resolute. For those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. The State Department says the Taliban's sworn enemies, a group called ISIS-K, was responsible, but added that meanwhile, the rescue and evacuation mission uh, continues as planned. Now, that, of course, of course, will be August 31st. That's going to be the last day that we're out. That's fast approaching. Once more, 13 Americans killed yesterday, um, along with 95 Afghan authorities looking for members of a group that claim responsibility, ISIS-K. Uh, meanwhile, the exit strategy continues. 7,500 people were flown out of Afghanistan yesterday, meaning that at least 104,000 people have so far been evacuated. The U.S. military is flying in food, everybody supplies to remote mountain areas of Haiti, where residents President still struggling to survive yet another big quake that struck that country over a week ago. A total of eight states setting new records for the most hospitalized COVID patients since the start of the pandemic. Several U.S. Capitol police officers have filed a federal lawsuit against former President Donald Trump 
and others for inciting the January 6th assault on the Capitol. Same also named in the suit of uh, Trump's pal Roger Stone and far-right groups, the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. These are just the latest of several lawsuits filed against Trump and his supporters aimed at holding them all accountable for what happened that day. Finally, the people who make your Oreos, Chips Ahoy and Ritz Crackers on strike in five states. Oregon, Illinois, Colorado, Virginia, Georgia works at the company. Say Mondelay, the, the boss, unreasonable demands that they're making at the contract table like instituting 12-hour shifts and stuff. You got to settle, guys, because I love my Oreos and my Chips Ahoy. I have to have them. Cookies! Ha, ha, ha. That guy loves cookies. You got that right, and so does this girl. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guess what, Steve? We have more relationship questions for you from Steve Harvey FM. Uh, oh, you know you're girl. our chief love officer, CLO. So you ready, ready to help. Yes. All right. This is from <laughs> Shawana in Dallas. Shawana says, Steve, I've been dating a great guy for seven years and we've known each other for 13 years. Things have been great and I don't want, I want to be with him forever. My question for you is, can a woman propose to a man? No, no. But the question, your, your deeper question is, you want to be with him forever. You need to ask the question, does he want to be with you forever? And what's in it for him to get married? If you all have been seeing each other for seven years, then what did she say they're doing for 13? They've known each other for 13. Known each other 13, been seeing each other seven. Did she say how old she was? No, she did not. Maybe he don't want her. Mm. Maybe he just wants something from her. At at seven years, I think all she has to do is just sit down and say, hey, can we have a, uh, I, I, hey, listen to me. I want to say something to you that I think you should hear. Said, yeah, baby, what's that? I love you. You have told me that you love me. And we've been together for seven years. Can you tell me exactly what your plans are for me moving forward? You have it. That's a simple question. That ain't that ain't mm-hmm. making him marry you. That ain't no ultimatum. And just let him tell you what he wants from you moving forward. You've already had seven years. And if he says the same but, thing that you already got, then he has no other plans for you than what you already getting. But Steve, <clears throat> I, yes. I'm going to assume that she's a young woman. So, and a lot of young women, believe it or not, feel this way, that it's okay, you know, we don't care, blah, 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 blah. So you need to laser in on why a woman should not propose to a man. Not that she can't, but why. You you can't, but let me ask you a question. If you're leaving it up to a man to say whether he wants to get married or not, and he hasn't asked you, and you force him to tell you the answer is no, there is a much slicker way to go about it. Because if the man wanted to marry you, he'd ask you. You asking him ain't gonna make him jump. If a man don't wanna jump, he not jumping. He not jumping cause you asked him. You, you gonna get some answers like, hey, you know, I'm trying to get myself together. I thought about it with you. You gonna hear stuff like, uh, I'm cool the way it is. I love you, you know why? You're going to hear this one right here. Why mess this up? We got a good thing. You want to mess this up? Oh, men got all types of wonderful stuff that make you second guess yourself. Thank you. Coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, time now for Comedy Roulette. Uh, come on, Jay, set it up, please. Let me break it down for you. We take three subjects, put those three subjects on a wheel, spun the wheel. Where the wheel stops because we are comedians, we can make the damn thing funny. Watch us. Watch us. Go ahead, Shirley. All right, here are today's categories. Number one, <laughs> things people say when they don't know they are on speakerphone. Oops. That's uh, <laughs> things your mate, things your mate has that you wish they would throw away. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then how about this one? Uh-huh. Things that a friend says to embarrass you. Oh wow, Whoa. those are three good Ooh. ones. Yeah. Ready? They mm-hmm. are. Uh huh. Yeah. Throw away. Let's... Throw away. Yes. That's the one I want. Throw away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, Uh, oh no. (laughs) It stopped on. (laughs) We've all been here. Things people say when they don't know they are on speakerphone. Let's go. Here we go. Things people say when they don't know they're on speakerphone. I ain't going over there. That whole house stank. I ain't going over there. (laughs) (laughs) Not the whole house. The whole house stank. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, Look here. I'm going to say this here. If if Larry and them over there... I ain't coming because you know I don't blankety blank with Larry. You already know that. You know damn well I don't. You know I don't. Uh, This is things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Uh huh. Uh huh. His ass on the phone. (laughs) 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 His ass is on the phone. Things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got five dollars, but I ain't gonna lend it to her ass. Uh-uh, I wish the hell I would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, listen, is uh, is 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 Rhonda got her big ass over there? Oh, <laughs> keep her off my couch, cause she the reason why the couch uneven now. She the main reason why it's uneven. Hey, you're on speakerphone. Oh, speaker. They can hear you. <laughs> Things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Come on, Steve. Man, I can't stand none of their ass. (laughs) (laughs) You on speaker? Let me pick up. (laughs) I things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. I wish the hell I would go to his funeral. I didn't like him when he was alive. How the hell I'm a boy? Hey, baby, look at him. We are so wrong. Let me tell you something. You something. I, I want, let me tell you something, girl. I want you to do what huh. you did with that jelly last night. That's what I, I want you to do. That same thing. That, what you did with that jelly last night, I want you to do that same thing tonight, girl. What? <laughs> Things uh, people say when they, they don't know they on speakerphone. Yeah. Is his ugly ass mama over there? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Not the mama, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. He got a brand new car, but he missing six teeth. Now, that don't make no damn sense. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> hey, 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 Wayne over there. 
<laughs> he, don't, he don't even know I'm hitting his old lady. He don't even know that. <laughs> ah, he don't know, dog. He don't know. <laughs> Close it out, man. Things people say when they don't know, mm-hmm. they on speakerphone. Hey, hey, you know you left your panties over here last night. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm at my mama's house. Everybody looking at the phone. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hey, Miss Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> You're on speakerphone. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's Comedy Roulette. Uh, coming up next, Nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my lady acts like a man and thinks like a man. Okay? But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nat? Dr. Petrie, I need some help. Dr. Petrie, I need some help. Run it. Hello. I'm trying to reach Dr. Petrie, please. This is Dr. Petrie. Dr. Petrie, I'm, I'm, uh, my, my name is uh, Jared. Jared. And, and I, I was hoping you could help me out with a, with a, with a, with a problem that I have. Okay. Hello, Jared. Um, I would love to help you out with a problem. Unfortunately, though. You're Dr. Petrie, right? I am, but this is my personal number. How did you get this number? I, somebody gave me this number so I could call you and, 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 and try to get some counseling from you because I got a. I, I mean, I'm 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 really in a bad situation right now. Okay, I, I can I can recognize that that you're in a bad situation, but I how did you get my number? This is my personal line. Who gave you my number? Are you 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 the doctor? You the counselor that help people with with, with 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 situations and problems and stuff, right? Yes, I am, Jared. What can I do for you, Jared? Uh, I got a a problem that uh, it seems like I'm just you know I've been married to my wife for six years. Okay, wait, 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 Jared. Now this, what you're, what you're about to get into, you're about to, you want to go into a counseling session. And so in order to do that, I do that through making an appointment. So I understand all of that, but you, you, you don't understand. I'm trying to, what I'm trying to tell you is that I, I got a situation and I know it's going to happen again tonight. Because it's been happening all the time. I'm, I'm just, I just need some, if you could just give me a little bit of help. And then I'll come in next week. But I mean, I just need you to tell me how to handle my problem, and then I'll come in next week. I just, I just, I need this bad right okay, now. Jared, 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 I need you to focus. Okay, I don't do this over the phone. I, however, it sounds to me like you really need. A, I need you. Can you can you be there for me just for yes, a second? Yes, I, I'm I here right now. Thank you for calling you and disrupting your weekend. But can you help me out? Excuse me, I don't know what's going on. Someone gave this gentleman. Hello. Tell him I'll call him back. Hello. I'm here, Jared. Is it Dr. Petrie? I'm here. Tell me, tell me what's going on, Jared. I'm here to listen to you. Okay, listen. I, I've been I've been married to my wife for like six years now, and, okay. and, and and I don't know what it is, but whenever whenever we intimate, you know, I I, I get scared, and and I, I go into the closet, and, and I got a TV in there, and I watch old TV shows because I'm scared. I'm scared of the the intimacy between me and her. Okay. Jared, this this sounds like a particular case. Um, it's different from anything that I've experienced thus far. 
and I want to make sure that I address your concerns. Now we up in the big league, getting our turn at bat. What? Long as we live, you uh, and me, baby, Jared. ain't nothing wrong with that, because we're J- moving on up. Oh, okay, Jared, focus. You called me, and you need me to help I'll, 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 be, I'll be going, I'll be going through it to be bothering me. Okay, Jared, what I need to do is I need to make sure One, that whatever... One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, oh, six, eleven o'clock, uh, twelve o'clock, yes. rock. We're going to rock, rock the clock tonight. When the clock right two, three and four, when the band goes down, okay. we'll yell for Hey, 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 Jared, Jared. Clock to, to, tonight. Breathe, breathe, Jared, breathe. Oh, my. How did you get my number? How did you get my personal number? They gave me your number and said you you would be the one that would that would that would that would that, that would take care I need of me. To figure out what is really going on. Hello, I'm here. Okay, let's take a different. And you knew where you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. Wishing we could use a man like Herbert Huber again. Put yourself together. I want to help you. I want to help you, and I want to help your situation. I want to help you with your wife. But you, you called me, and I need. If you're looking for a lifeline, for an anchor, I'm trying to be that. I need you to help me. I need you to help me with my wife, cause she. I know my wife is gonna leave me if I don't quit doing this. Here's the story. Of oh. a lovely lady. Oh, Jared. Oh, You're bringing God. up three very lovely girls. Jared, my technique is a little bit different. It may be a little unorthodox. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the mineral would be lost. The mineral would be lost. The mineral. Okay. Look here. Look here. I need you to. I need. Jared, I need you to help me. Doctor. I need to get you into my office. I need to schedule an appointment with you. You need to erase my personal number from your cell phone because this well, is not Everybody how I knows your name. Jared, focus, 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 Jared, focus. I, there's a lot more going on here. For one, you're, you're making out a of fun now with me and all the gang learning from each other while we do our thing. Gonna have a good time. You know what, Jared? My patience is fed up. I have no more patience with you. Now I need you to stay focused and get it together. What? Why did you call me? Why did you? How did you get my number? Why are you hollering at me? Why you supposed to be the doctor? You supposed to be the doctor? I am a doctor. Don't question my credentials, young man. You called me. I want to help you, but this has gone on too far. This is gone Tommy. On too far. Tommy gave me your number. Tommy who? Steve, you know Steve, don't you? Now, look, I want to help you, but you are not allowing me to do so. So who is Tommy, who is Steven, and how did you get my number? Steven is on the radio. I don't know a Steven on the... Steven, <laughs> Steven on the radio? <laughs> As in Steve, Tommy, <laughs> on the radio? Oh, as in... Tommy, nephew, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Petrie, you have been pranked. Oh, you... <laughs> no, you didn't go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you have a colleague named Charles? You know what? I'm going to kill. Ooh, Lord, that, I can't believe Charlie did this to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know how much time I was? Oh, I got God. You got, ooh, you got me flustered. I was recording you. I hope you know that. <laughs> I got to ask you something, though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Show, baby. Yeah, yeah.
Fish don't fry in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen. Man. Beans don't burn on the grill. I'm not even mad at this. Time. Those are the facts of life. Baby. <laughs> I am poor, Doctor Petrie. Oh. <laughs> well, if you bust out my song, Martin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Or some musical. You proud of your nephew, Steve? This ignorant ass fool. Just start busting out in them damn songs. Yeah, man. Oh man. Oh, you crack it up, Steve. Leave me if I don't stop doing it. Uh, now we up in the bed. Keep it stupid. Keep what? it stupid. Oh, you do that. Yeah. <laughs> I run in a closet and look oh, at man. old TV shows. <laughs> what you think, President and CEO of Team Tommy? I think he's ignorant. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. That's a compliment, huh? Appreciate Tommy. that. That's definitely a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Pranking ain't it. I'm going to tell y'all something. Pranking ain't easy. No, it's not. That's a, that's a nice little shirt right there. Pranking ain't easy. You know, that's, but somebody's got to do it. That's yeah, matter of fact, Will Packer. That's a new TV show. Pranking ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Will Packer, Prank you listen? Easy. Pranking ain't Prank easy. Pranking ain't easy. I like that. Pranking ain't easy. Right? Matter of fact, Pranking ain't easy. If Will Packer, if you listening, Pranking ain't easy. Come on right after ready to love or right before however you want to do it but pranking ain't easy are you having a meeting on the air with yeah he just had a meeting with his with, producer uh, or, or begging it's either it's either a meeting or he's begging it's he wanted one of the two <laughs> no the hell team timer didn't just yes, do he that. Did. Ah. yes he did yes he did yes he did all right Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Matter of fact, go uh, go to my website, Just Good Grits. That's G R I T Z. Just Good Grits and try Tommy's flavors, all right? All right. Look, we got to get out of here. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is my strawberry letter subject. My lady acts like a man and thinks like a man, Steve Harvey. We'll get into the letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on work, on dating, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one live. You hear that? Buggle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, my lady acts like a man and thinks like a man. little play on words there uh, with the title of your book, Steve. You get that? Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> dear Stephen Shirley, I am dating a beautiful, strong, talented woman, and everything was okay in the beginning until we had sex for the first time. Talk to me. She controlled everything from start to finish. And she did not let me do anything. She got on top, and that was it. And it seemed to go on forever. Come on. I tried to talk to her and plead with her to let me do some of the work, but she was not trying to have it. The second time we had sex, she brought in toys. Yes, my Mm. girl had toys and thought she was going to use them on us. I stood my ground and told her that was not going to happen. After that, I started noticing things like her wanting to drive all the time when we go out 
and she always rubs my back <laughs> in public and helps me out when I'm ordering food in restaurants. We were out last weekend, and she grabbed my butt in public in front of several of my boys, and they are still joking with me about that. When we ride the train together, she always insists that I sit, and she prefers to stand up. I know that she is a very <laughs> independent woman, and that's why I love her, but I can't get with this type of behavior. I wear the pants, and I need her to know it. What can I do to get her to back down and let me lead? Please give me your opinions on how I should handle this situation. Well, one thing's for sure, she's not a shy girl, is she? Not at all. No. Uh, and, and she is a bit controlling, wouldn't you say? Uh, I, I don't like the controlling part. I, I really don't. I, I wouldn't like it if a man did it to a woman. I, I think she's a bit much. Uh, however, a lot of men in your position would welcome this. Uh, they really would, especially the sex part. Now, the public mm-hmm. part about her sitting on the, you sitting on the train and her insisting that she stands and uh, and all of this and grabbing your butt, you know, she, she's too much. I, I think you think she's too much uh, to the point where it isn't even fun for you. Uh, and, and I got to ask you, she did all this the fir- very first time and then the second time she brought toys? You said you spoke up when she brought the toys. Uh, I guess you, you know, put your foot down or something. And and uh, I, I just think you're going to have to do much more of that if it isn't too late. It, it might be too late because she is in control of this relationship, whether you like it or not. You say you wear the pants in the family and you need her in, in the relationship and you need her to know it. Well, um, I mean, I guess it's never too late, but, you know, she's wearing the pants. Okay, she's wearing the pants and she's in control and you're doing what she's telling you to do. She tells you to sit down on the train. Guess what you do? Sit down on the train. Guess I sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, what is it? Why, why don't you speak up? Why don't you let her know how you feel? What is going on here? Are you the man in this relationship? You need to ask yourself that because she's pretty strong and you're doing exactly what she says. Um, that's my opinion in this situation. Uh, if you want to do something different, you got to talk to her about it. If she'll listen. And if you're sitting and she's standing, Steve. Well, 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 (laughs) my lady act like a man and think like a man. Yeah. You know, well, everything was okay in the beginning till we messed around and had sex for the first time. She controlled everything. From start to finish, she did not let me do anything. She got on top, and that was it. And it seemed to go on forever. Let's focus here. I don't know when the last time I've been had sex, and I said, it seemed to go on forever. <laughs> Man, what the hell was going on in there? Where your, your statement was, it seemed to go on forever. I've heard women say that. But. You know, dog, you can end this anytime. Yeah. Just a little bit of focus and you can end this here. <laughs> oh, it can be over now. Hmm. So she controlled everything. She got on top and that was it. I tried to talk to her. Plead with her. Let me do something. Ba- baby. Baby. Mm. Baby, get down. 
Baby. Get down. Baby. <laughs> baby, come on. Okay. Baby. Baby. Baby, stop for a minute. Baby, hold up. Baby. Baby, baby you bounce. Stop bouncing, baby. <laughs> what? Baby, baby, come here. Baby, hold up. Baby, hold up. Damn, baby, hold on. Please. Please let me do something. <laughs> baby, you get out. Let me get on top. Baby, baby, let me get on top. Baby, please. Please, baby, let me get on top. Please, baby, stop it too much. You hurt me. I'm just going on just too long. I don't like it this long right here. It bothered me. I'm, I'm feeling some kind of way by myself. Baby, please stop. Please, please, baby, let me get on top. Baby, let me try. Don't, don't do that no more. Baby, please, I'll ask you about five, six times. Matter of fact, I'll ask 13 times. Stop. Baby, just stop. Please, please. I don't want it like that no more. You spanking me. I don't want you spanking me like that. Baby, stop spanking me. I want to spank you. Now, stop. Baby. Baby, don't slap me in the mouth no more, okay? What? Don't don't slap me in the damn mouth no more. <laughs> She's too much. All right, listen, Steve, hold it right there, okay? You can make me cry. Uh-oh. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, my, 80, my lady acts like a man and thinks like a man. Uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, well, my lady acts like a man. And it ain't much like of a, a recap because we didn't go nowhere. Because if he was dating this beautiful, strong, talented woman, everything was going fine. Mm-hmm. Then they, then they, then they had sex for the first time. She controlled everything from start to finish. Finish. She, she didn't let me do nothing. She got on top. And that was it. Seemed to go on forever. <laughs> I tried to talk to her and plead with her, let me do some work, but she wasn't having it. Baby, stop. It's too much. It's going on too long. She was just, you bouncing too hard. That's too hard, baby. Baby, pull up. Hold up. Hold up, baby. Baby, baby, can we turn over just one time? Baby, just turn over one time. Let me get on top. Baby, I, I know, I know, baby, but I just want to try it. Baby, just let me try it. What you mean, shut up? Baby, hold up. Hold up, baby. You just tell me, shut up. All right, now, I'm going to shut up, but just let me turn over and try to shut up. Okay, see, now that's going on. The second time we had sex, she bought in toys. Mm. Yes, my girl had toys and thought she was going to use them on us. Mm. See, I'm going to cut it on and use it on me. Then I'm going to cut it on and use it on you. And you're going to shut up now. (laughs) You're going to take this here. (laughs) Go get a towel. (laughs) Shut up, boy. Yes, these is toys. Don't worry about what it is. Wow. Don't worry about it. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to stop. <laughs> just what you're going to just be a little punk now. Notice how she talks to him. And then after that, I started noticing things like she want to drive all the time. Sit your punk <laughs> ass over there in the passenger seat. <laughs> put your seatbelt on. Matter of fact, sit in the back. In the back. Then we go out. She always rubbing my back in with both hands, seat. just giving me a neck massage in public. Then when I'm trying to order my food, she don't let me order. He gonna have what I, what I have. Uh, dang. Bring him a cosmopolitan <laughs> with extra fruit. <laughs> what color? He want an umbrella. Can you put an umbrella in it? <laughs> you gonna umbrella. use the umbrella. Shut up. <laughs> And then we was out last week, and she grabbed my buddy in public in front of several of my boys, and they still joke with me about that. Well, we know you ain't going to say nothing to them dudes because you ain't going to say nothing to her. So they they lighten your ass up. Mm. 
when we ride the train together, she always insisted I sit and she preferred to stand up. <laughs> this, this look Sit your punk all. ass down right here. I'll stand up and hold this damn rail and want your little weak ass falling. Because <laughs> you got some business you're going to take care of tonight. Because I'm back on top and I want you rested. I, I, I want you rested. And it is going to go, yes, it's going to go on forever. <laughs> Never heard a man say that. I want you. I know she's a very independent woman, and that's why I love her. But I can't get with this type of behavior. But hold on, what you finna do about it, though? That's what I need. You know, I know, and but I can't get with this type of behavior. My question, you though, so far based on this letter, what you finna do? I strongly suggest you don't open your damn mouth. Because you said, because then you said, I wear the pants and I need her to know it. Well, if she don't know it, it's because she thinks she got them on. I wouldn't have, dog, on the real, on the real, just reading this letter right here, you better leave her alone. Uh-huh. I ain't talking about leave her because she's going to hunt you down. I'm talking about just <laughs> let it go the way it is because you ain't you ain't got the pants on. Now, you got no. you got some P-A-N-T on, but it ain't no Y on the end. No S, pants. You need an I and an E in yours. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dog. I wear the pants and I need her to know it. Well, tell her. What can I, I do to get her to back down and let me lead? Why don't you lead? See, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this. The way a, a woman will let you lead or a woman will walk side by side with you if she figure you the one. Mm-hmm. But she ain't letting you lead because she don't think you got it. Come on, So what can you. I do to get her to back down and let me lead? Let me, I ain't never had to ask no woman let me lead. Because I'm a leader. I'm an I'm a alpha male. Please give me your opinion on how I should handle this situation. Though you probably need to shut your little punk ass up. <laughs> I'm going to just be real with you. You don't need to say nothing to this girl because I don't think you can whoop her. And you just got to get ready for tonight because she's getting back up on top. And it ain't nothing to do about it. It's been the last forever. You're pretty month. strong it's, with it. As a matter of fact, it's been the last forever month. You better hold on. Now, that's what you got to do. And you and write another letter in to Steve and see what happened to your ass. And next time I bring some toys in here, you don't be t- talking about what, 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 what do it come in sizes. It, this the size we use. We don't use feathers in here. Get that other one out. Get that I mean, one out. I mean, in there. Touch it. <laughs> That's Put your talks. hands on it. Now throw it over here. He says she acts like a man and thinks like now a man. Now get the mother too. Mm. Cut them on. Ah. All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM, or you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, your nephew is here with things you whisper. Come on now. Now, nah, um, you, you got to know, there are some things that you just whisper. You know, mm-hmm. when you're in the middle of something and it's going down and it, it ain't going right, that's some things that you just whisper all the time. Wow. You understand know what I'm saying? You hear me? I don't get that one. Yeah, she said I know fairly. a lot of them. Okay. When you whisper, uh-uh. it, it... But there are some things that you whisper. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to ask you. Shut up, Junior. This I'm just painful. <laughs> really painful. I'm just gonna ask you, Ando. Have you ever been in that moment where there's things that you just whisper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That ain't how you say it. And but it yeah. Okay. But if you have been, if, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna do this, man. 
Tell me the things. <laughs> Tell me when you've been in the heat of the moment that you just knew you needed to whistle. <laughs> Please help him, well, Steve. <laughs> all of mine ain't been in the heat of the moment. Mine mm-hmm. has been other times. Oh, okay. Like, like what? Yeah. Like here's one. Your pants unzip. Okay. That's a good whisper. Okay. Okay. That's a good whisper. That's a good whisper. That's a good whisper. What else? What else? Tommy. My wife just walked in. That's a good one. God. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real good one. <laughs> yeah, you're on the dance floor. Yeah, you're on the dance floor just having a good time. Yeah, you just, oh, yeah, you at the salsa club with your boy. <laughs> the girl tripped and showed up at the same club you at. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Y'all Give got me one, one more. Uh-huh, That's come on. Okay. Things you need to whisper. Mm-hmm. He ain't your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Talking about Malcolm? <laughs> Malcolm? Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm ain't my daddy. I got one for you. Come on. The police in here. What? What'd you say? The What'd police say? in here. Which one? Ignorant. It's an ignorant show, boy. All right. uh, Thank you, nephew. I think we get the point. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So what's something you and your significant other can't do without getting into an argument? Steve, here's an email from Jermaine, who's a loyal listener from Dallas. Uh, It says, Dear Steve, There are many things my wife and I love to do together, but one thing we cannot do together is to go grocery shopping. When I go to the store, I like to run in and out as fast as I can. When my wife goes grocery shopping, she likes to look and touch every item in the store, and it just leads (laughs) us to arguing. So, hey, morning crew, most of you all are married. I'm curious, what do you guys and your spouses uh, avoid doing together because it always leads to an argument? Um, so, again, Steve, that was from Jermaine in Dallas. And we're going to start first. with you. Girls first. We'll start, start with y'all. <laughs> y'all, y'all. You scared, stuff. Tommy? <laughs> yeah, we started with y'all. And I hope, it go, I hope it's long enough that we go to the break. Come on, we started with y'all. We with Steve. <laughs> Let me start right here. Let me tell you what Let's it is. Go, my Steve. Yeah. Me and Marjorie, we can't sit down and watch no damn sporting event. None. Oh. Not now one. Uh-huh. Oh, we're not finna argue about who ought to win or nothing like that. She don't know a damn thing about no sports. Uh-huh. She don't know none of the rules. <laughs> Wanna sit down and ask questions the whole damn time. I can't. Why you hollering? Cause they they scored. What did they score? A touchdown. How many points is that? Six. Why they got seven? Cause they kicked the extra point. Why they kicked the point? Cause they got a touchdown. Why they only got three? Cause they kicked a field goal. How come they ain't get a touchdown? Cause they didn't score the touchdown. Who you hollering at, Steve? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Baby, I was in here watching the game. Oh, so you don't want me to watch the game with you? 
I said this. I thought I said it under my breath. Not really. That's what I thought I said. She heard that because she got mother hearing. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what mine is, but it's indirectly related to cooking. Like when we go Ooh, out. <laughs> like when we go out, like for instance, Saturday went out to my friends. Uh, they had a they had a party. My girlfriend celebrated her birthday. Whenever we go out to a party to someone's house, Nesto piles his plate when he gets to the food. Hell yeah! Why wow, you baby. think he wouldn't? Rightfully it's, so. It's embarrassing. But it's, it's embarrassing to me. And no. he goes back for seconds. Come on, boy. He's hungry, Shirley. And my girlfriends are like, oh, Nesto, go ahead. Their husbands, man, come on. Eat what you want. All the t- That embarrasses me. So in the car, it is an argument. It is an argument on the way home. You <laughs> that exactly, damn hungry. Steve. And then he gonna mm. bring home a plate. Come on, boy. <laughs> Go ahead, Nesto. Oh, it's on the back seat. Somebody got to keep your weight up. Hey, Shirley, it's on the back seat, and it don't even move. It's so heavy. <laughs> exactly, Steve. Exactly. Were you there? Exactly. This is every time we go to a party. So you every just time. that damn hungry? You going to yeah. eat that much food? Baby, I'm just at the party. Everybody else is eating. You ain't got to eat that much damn food now. Just shame. All in here, all this food falling off your plate while you walking. Yeah, and then everybody yeah. in the party, come on, Nesto, it's okay. It's okay. Get you some food. Come on, that's, that's eat, all you're going to eat. Eat. I'm like, mm. then you sitting up there eating and crying. <laughs> what is you crying for? <laughs> yeah. Because you got something to eat. <laughs> yeah. What is tears coming down your face for? Because <laughs> it's the, the Lord. moment he's having. You want some seasoning? The Lord. I don't need no seasoning. Yeah. Everybody's all around him. You Make know. me sick. Shreddy, I'll be shaming yourself. <sighs> oh, man. All right, so that's mine anyway. <laughs> that's hey, well, dog, look at the time. Hey, dog, make a plate. <laughs> Go on, take it to the house. You exactly. know, they be talking about Shirley on the radio all the time. Go on, make yourself a plate, dog. They know. Oh, I'm already Thank in the car. You. Thank you, Jesus. Take the pot, Nesto. We good. <laughs> you can bring him back later. Well, Tommy, you got out of it, doggy. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, more of uh, today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so today, quickly in our Friday Girl Chat, Carla, we got to talk to the ladies a little bit and tell them that the way you start each morning has a huge impact, positively or negatively, okay, Mm. on the rest of your day. Right. So kicking off your day, you know what I'm saying? Kicking off your day with a healthy morning routine can increase productivity, it can lower stress, and it can boost your mood. Okay. So set your alarm to work for you, not against you. Okay. okay. Ooh, I hit the snooze button about a right. million times before I get up, right? <laughs> All facts. <laughs> yes. yes. And then, you know, you got to have some time for yourself, for self-care in the morning. That's okay. always important. All right. And take time to breathe in this new day. Instead of reaching for your phone, as a lot of people do, as soon as you open your eyes, going straight to the gram or TikTok or whatever, try taking six long, deep breaths first and focus on things that you're grateful for in your life. Okay. okay? I like that, Shirley. Yeah. I like it. Okay. 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 So, okay. so what you got, Carla? I got some stuff. Drink water before you drink coffee. So there's a research 
that shows that rehydrating with a glass of water the first thing in the morning can boost your metabolism up by 30%. Also, move your body. Stretch when you wake up. You know, your body wants to be active. Move. Use both sides of your body and repeat your routine. I love it. Girl yeah. chat. Yes, yep, Shirley. Yep, yep, yep. And thank the Lord for waking you up. All right. (laughs) We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guess what, Steve? We have more relationship questions for you from Steve Harvey FM. Uh, You know you're our chief love officer, CLO. So you ready? Ready to help. Yes. All right. This is from (laughs) Shawana in Dallas. Shawana says, Steve, I've been dating a great guy for seven years and we've known each other for 13 years. Things have been great and I don't want I want to be with him forever. My question for you is, can a woman propose to a man? Hmm. No, no. But the question, your your deeper question is, you want to be with him forever. You need to ask the question, does he want to be with you forever? And what's in it for him to get married? If you all have been seeing each other for seven years, been what did she say they're doing for 13? They've known each other for 13. Known each other 13, been seeing each other seven. Did she say how old she was? No, she did not. Maybe he don't want her. Mm. Maybe he just wants okay. something from her. At, at seven years, I think all she has to do is just sit down and say, hey, can we have a, uh, I, I, hey, listen to me. I want to say something to you that I think you should hear. Said, yeah, baby, what's that? I love you. You have told me that you love me. And we've been together for seven years. Can you tell me exactly what your plans are for me moving forward? You have it. That's a simple question. That ain't that ain't mm-hmm. making him marry you. That ain't no ultimatum. And just let him tell you what he wants from you moving forward. You've already had seven years. And if he says the same but, thing that you already got, then he has no other plans for you than what you already getting. But Steve, <clears throat> I, yes. I'm going to assume that she's a young woman. So and a lot of young women, believe it or not, feel this way that it's okay. You know, we don't care, blah, 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 blah. So you need to laser in on why a woman should not propose to a man. Not that she can't, but why you you can't. But let me ask you a question. If you're leaving it up to a man to say whether he wants to get married or not and he hasn't asked you and you force him to tell you the answer is no. There is a much slicker way to go about it. Because if the man wanted to marry you, he'd ask you. You asking him ain't going to make him jump. If a man don't want to jump, he's not jumping. He's not jumping because you asked him. You're you going to get some answers like, hey, you know, I'm trying to get myself together. I've thought about it with you. You're going to hear stuff like, uh, I'm cool the way it is. I love you. You know why? You didn't gonna hear this one right here. Why mess this up? We got a good thing. You want to mess this up? Oh, men got all types of wonderful stuff that make you second guess yourself. All right, coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this, we'll be back at 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last break of the day. We've had a great morning today. Absolutely. Yes, we yes, we time. did. We had fun today. Uh, Steve, 
it's time for you now to take us home with your closing remarks. What you got for us today, Steve? Today, um, I was thinking of something that's uh, another uh, jewel that has really helped me in my quest. And it's about my dreams and my goals. And I was uh, wanting to share this with you today. Uh, one of the greatest dangers uh, for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it's too low and we reach it. Can I say that to you again? This is actually a quote from Michelangelo. He said, the greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it's too low and we reach it. That's crazy, man. My father used to say something to me all the time, very similar. He says, son, aim for the moon, because if you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. And that's pretty much the same thing that he's saying that the greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it's too low and we reach it. Let me explain something to you about low aspirations and low goals. When you reach a low aspiration and a low goal and there's nothing after that, you think you've arrived. You think you're there. You actually get comfortable. Man, I made it. When in essence, there's so much more to life to live, so much more that you could accomplish if you would just reset your goals and aspirations. I remember, man, a long time ago, this dude in my high school, he said, man, all I want, I know two dudes like this about a car. He said, man, all I want, man, is this Grand Torino, man. If I had a Grand Torino, man, I wouldn't want nothing else. For his senior graduation, this dude's father gave him a Grand Torino. It was like unbelievable in high school, man. 1974, Grand Torino with the two windows and the slits in the back. I was looking at this like, wow. Man, he drove it to the prom. This dude had a brand new car. His father bought it. I saw him like 20 years later. You know, he had the same car. He had the same car. It happened to another dude I knew, man, that wanted this Cadillac. Man, if I ever get this Cadillac, man, this white Cadillac with these red seats, man. He got it. I saw him years later. Years later. I don't really remember how many, but he still had the same car. Always beat to hell, but he had the same car. Because that was his aspiration, and he reached it. But when he reached it, he got comfortable. I got it. And he quit wanting more. He quit reaching for higher things. You have to reassess your life constantly, man, because you are going to continue to live. You have to aspire to something that requires God's help. Quit wanting and reaching for stuff that you can do. Why would you say to yourself, man, if I could just get me a used car, if I could get me a 1985 Maxima, really? Really? Get your money 
save your money and go on and get it. But if that's your only goal and you get it, where you go from now? You are never too old to keep reaching your goal. One more time. You are never too old to keep reaching your goal. It's goals out there. It's things that you can achieve. Get out of your comfort zone, man. If you try to survive in your comfort zone, your comfort zone, you will fail in it. Everybody fails in their comfort zone because in order to be successful, you got to get uncomfortable. You got to get, you got to do some things. You got to go when you don't want to go. You got to do when you don't want to do. That's what discipline is. See, it requires discipline to achieve great things. It, it requires discipline to reach your goals because discipline is simply doing everything you have to do and need to do even if you don't want to. That's what discipline is. It's doing the things that you have to do and need to do even when you don't want to. You go do it anyway. That's what discipline is. That's how you achieve goals. That's how you reach higher heights. Aim for the moon, because if you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. But it's real simple, man. It's just like Michelangelo said, the greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it's too low and we reach it. Because it's danger, man, when you ain't got nothing after that. Because you get to settling and you get to thinking you there. When you ain't there, you got so much more life to live. God has so much more for you. God comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly. God ain't no mediocre God. Mm. God don't do mediocre things. God do great things. God performs miracles. God makes dreams come true. God is in the blessing business, the healing business, the saving business, the recovery business, the get your life together business. Why don't you let him do that for you? Aim high. God may take you some places you've never been. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all have a great weekend. All right now. Hmm. <laughs> BT Express, do it. <laughs> do it until you're satisfied. Come on and do it, yeah. Do it to satisfy what I'm ready. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 